Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What up? Happy Saturday. Good afternoon. Thanks for hanging with us. Joy Taylor show on Fox Sports Radio. Bo and Don and Brian are in here with me on a beautiful Saturday here in California, where uh, I'm still considered a human being by the U.S. government, which is cool. It's a thing. Went back in time yesterday. It was, it was a bad day for the girls yesterday. So appreciate you guys uh, supporting and hanging out with me today. We've got a fun show. Mike Golick Jr. from the Gojo Show. Ashley Baker. And Courtney Fallon, she does Miami Heat Radio and the Bad Signal podcast at the NBA draft this week. Um, a lot of fun stories, some tears. I'm looking at some tears right now. Love seeing the emotions at the draft. And I think there were some teams that actually um, did some, made some interesting moves, starting obviously at, at the top of the draft with Paolo Bancaro. Talk some NFL stuff. Of course, Kyrie and KD, the saga continues. What's going to happen with that? And uh, Tua, Tua, the hype train is going off the rails and it's making me very, very nervous. We'll get into that and a whole lot more today on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you guys are enjoying your weekends. 
And um, appreciate you making time with us today. The Dollar Shave Club Six Blade Razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. So the NBA draft Thursday nights. um, If you joined me on the herd yesterday, Colin is out on vacation he was out yesterday and he'll be out all next week so you can hang with me next week at all week on the herd and on fox sports radio from noon to three and we discussed the the nba draft and the moves that were made particularly at the top of the draft which was very interesting there wasn't there wasn't a consensus number one overall pick going into the draft like there usually is um, especially with the NBA draft, if there is a standalone prospect like, say, a, I don't know, LeBron James, there's not really any confusion about who is going to go number one. But it did seem, and all reports indicated, that Jabari, Jabari Smith Jr. was going to go number one overall to the Orlando Magic. And whoop, nope, Paolo Bancaro and his Purple Rain suit went number one. I think Paolo himself was a little surprised. They had They didn't work him out. And uh, from my understanding, he didn't even talk to him until Monday. So it was it was kind of out of left field, a bit confusing from that regard, but not, you know, when you consider the prospect that Paolo is. Again, it, you're kind of splitting hairs at the top of this particular draft. So I like this move for them. He's a huge NBA-ready body, 6'10", 250 out of Duke. Uh, Blue Blood was the top scorer for them. So it's it's not a huge swing when you consider all of that. Um, I like it for them. I like what Orlando is doing. They have a lot of young players. So, you know, two, three years from now, if they're trending in the right direction, I think they will be uh, able to get into that conversation. But it is Orlando, so we have to consider that. The the other guy that was talked about a lot in the NBA draft leading up to the NBA draft was Chet Holmgren. And that was really because he's just has a very interesting body type. He is massively tall and plays like a guard. But he is also real thin. And I don't get too crazy generally with the NBA draft if if these, you know, 19, 20-year-old young men's bodies aren't where you particularly want them to be for the NBA level because guys grow into their early 20s. My brother grew two inches in college. So you, your body type just changes. I know there was a lot of conversation when Lonzo Ball was drafted about how thin he was. And so this is like, well, look at his dad. He's gonna he's gonna put on weight. <laughs> just relax. He's they're still young. They're getting in an NBA weight room, uh, different nutrition, and just as you you're you get older, your body changes. So I don't know how much weight Chet Holmgren is gonna put on. I don't really know that it it matters too much. It could matter more actually on the offensive end because he's so tall, he'll be able to block shots. And from all accounts, he's a really tough kid. He, you know, plays through injury. He's not a he's not a soft kid for being, you know, as, as thin as he is, which is why I love that he went to OKC. Because he can kind of hide there for a year or two uh, while we see what he develops into. I mean, if somebody has a bad night in OKC, no one's really freaking out. It's no shade to OKC, but that's just the way it goes. That's why I like that he ended up going there. So, overall, I thought the draft night was um, interesting. I thought it was a good night for college basketball. It was a bad night for all the people having uh, you know hysterical meltdowns about how college basketball was going to die. Uh, saw a lot of Gonzaga, a lot of Kansas, UCLA, Baylor, Kentucky, Arizona. Those are the guys that were going. There's two G-leaguers, I think two international players. 
So it was a good mix. I like that young basketball players have options. They don't have to go to college basketball. I had no fear that college basketball was going to die just because G League became an option and just because some players were going to play internationally. Um, I also have stuff to do, so I can't just be outraged over everything that happens. You know, there's stuff to be outraged over <clears throat> yesterday. Yeah, freaking out about college basketball dying is not one of those things. It's it's not going to happen. And now with NIL, I actually think college basketball could potentially eliminate those options for a lot of these big prospects because one of the, the conversations was, you know, everybody is not in the same financial situation after they graduate high school. Some of these, you know, young men want to go make money for their family right away. And now they can do that in college basketball with NIL. So I actually think it's better for particularly college basketball. Overall, I thought it was a great NBA season. Uh, it was a nice night for the NBA. Um, you know, the ratings were up for everything NBA postseason, March Madness, sports are on fire right now. The one thing I will say, uh, and I said this on the show yesterday, I wish they would move the draft around like the like the NFL does. They should start doing that. The NFL draft has become such a fun a fun event and weekend for fans wherever they have it. Nashville was a scene. Uh, even Cleveland looked fun, which I can't believe I said that, but it did. And... It's, it's really become like a cool weekend for fans. I wish the NBA would do it. Apparently they used to do it years ago, and then it just was so close to the NBA finals that it just became too much to do. But I feel like, you know, they're an entertainment company. You know, just hire somebody to put it together. Um, but I think that would be cool. And I actually would like to see them do it in Seattle. I feel like Seattle is, is such an underrated basketball city. Obviously they have the Seattle Storms. So they do have a professional team, but they don't have a professional men's team, as we know. That would be a cool place for the NBA to host the draft, and then, you know, move it around a little bit. Maybe a little Vegas. Vegas is actually a big basketball city. Obviously, Summer League is there, but if you know anything about grassroots basketball, Vegas is a huge location for that. They have tournaments all year round. Um, so it'd be cool. Maybe Chicago, sprinkle in a little Philadelphia, and, um, you know, give some other fans other than New York the opportunity to see the draft. Now, I understand New York. It's the Mecca. I get it. But... Maybe we can can share the love. Actually, I thought Knicks fans were were a little more polite than usual at the NBA draft. You know, they usually freak out and boo no matter who they draft. So I don't know how Knicks fans feel about how their draft went. But if they end up getting Jalen Brunson, it'll be a good thing. So the other story that's going on in the NBA right now is a Brooklyn Nets watch. It is Kyrie Irving. And KD, what is Kyrie Irving going to do? Kyrie decided to play in only 29 regular season games this year and four postseason games. There's only four, of course, because they got swept in the first round. The only team to be swept in this year's NBA playoffs after being favored entering the season. It was a disaster in Brooklyn this year, which is upsetting to me because I really like watching Kevin Durant play high-level basketball. And um, I feel like we've been robbed of that for the most part, since he's been in Brooklyn. He just really hasn't had the support that we expected him to have. The James Harden experiment was a disaster. They played 16 games together, I think, Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. So now Brooklyn is trying to figure out what they're going to do with Kevin with Kyrie Irving. I, I don't know how anyone commits long-term to Kyrie Irving at this point. It's not a matter of what he can do on the basketball court. We know that. We've seen it. And 
he's spectacular when he's available. But if if at any point with any athlete you have to say when he's available, it's a problem. To me, if availability is an issue for you as a professional athlete, then the level of greatness that you are gets lowered. Because being on the court is the most important thing. You can be awesome. If you never play, it doesn't matter. And this year, Kyrie chose, it's not that he wasn't available, it's not that he wasn't healthy, he chose to only play in 29 regular season games. That was his choice. And, I mean, he, he's given a list of teams that he'd like to go to if it doesn't work out with Brooklyn. I'm not really excited about any of them. But the drum, bre- drum beat for him coming to L.A. Is, is getting pretty loud. And never say never because... Kyrie Irving did leave, uh, I think, $15 million on the table this year by not playing in the home games because of the mandate. So he's not somebody who's afraid to leave money on the table. And, you know, if, they, if they're able to manufacture a deal and get rid of Russ, there'll be money available next year. So we are, we are on the watch as NBA offseason drama kicks up, as it always does this time of year. It's obviously exciting. I am also very interested to see where Bradley Beal ends up. I'm hoping that he ends up with the Heat. I will talk to Courtney Fallon about that later on in the show. Uh, but coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more about what the Lakers might do and why this Tua hype is really starting to make me nervous. It's the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back. Joy Taylor show on Fox Sports Radio. We're talking to Mike Golick Jr. of the Gojo show in about 10 minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's a nice day. It's finally summer here in L.A. We have late summers here in L.A., so it like just got nice last week. And relatively nice. Like, uh, we're completely spoiled out here in California. You know, we have, like, rights here. And the sun shines every day. But we don't really hit summer, summer, like the heat, where you can just chill on the beach until later than everybody else. So that's our complaint. And it rained once last week. So, you know, there's that as well. It never rains in California. It starts, Everyone starts to panic out here. Um, somewhere where it rains every day, but is also beautiful, is Miami. And Tyreek Hill talked about, I think it was two weeks ago, he talked about Tua being more accurate than Patrick Mahomes on his podcast. And sometimes you get a, a quick intro into the opinion space in sports and how people feel about it. Um, that was, it was not well received by anyone. Um, now, he got, he said he got death threats, which, listen, like, if people who send death threats on the internet, like, to say that they're the worst is the understatement of the century, but... To, to send a death threat to Tyreek Hill over a Tua take, I mean, the amount of therapy, I, I can't even get into it. But rational conversations about that take, I get where he was going. Tua is an actual, he is actually an accurate quarterback. Uh, to say he's more accurate than Patrick Mahomes, maybe in some particular situations he is. Patrick Mahomes, you know, does have moments where he gets off of his mechanics. He can get a little... You know, gunslinger, that was the question about him in college. And, you know, we've seen moments of that throughout the NFL. That said, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. And he will be great for the next 10 to 15 years. Comparing him to Tua in any way is going to garner a response. Now, I I also don't have a problem with Tua supporting his or Tyreek supporting his current quarterback. But here's my here's the thing that scares me about what's going on with Tua and the Dolphins this year. Now, obviously I've been I've been covering the Dolphins and I've been watching the Dolphins for most of my life. And I'm very aware of the nuances of this particular organization and how things go with them. I I'm currently separated from the Miami Dolphins. They're sending me flowers still, you know. They're like ordering me soup because I said I wasn't feeling well, but I'm still not seeing them. We're in separate homes, but the paperwork hasn't been filed. So they're trying to win me back, but what what gives me pause with this situation is there is so much pressure on Tua this year. And if you think there isn't, you're just not paying attention. First of all, they already tried to replace him twice. 
Three times, really, if you count Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I won't. Twice. They tried to bring in Deshaun Watson, and they clearly tried to bring in Tom Brady. So they've already tried to replace him twice. They just completely shored up the team, leaned offensively 100%. Offensive linemen, obviously Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Like they've, They brought in all kinds of new offensive weapons. They, they, they've given him the franchise. Here's, here's everything that you need to be successful. You plug any quarterback into this situation, you would imagine that they would have some level of success. Well, here's the problem. Josh Allen and the Bills are still in this division. I don't think very much of what the Patriots are doing right now, but it is still Bel- Belichick. I think he deserves a little bit of respect, and I don't take the Jets seriously. But if you look around the AFC, that's a tough go. It's a lot of talents, a lot of talented teams, and a lot of talented quarterbacks in the AFC. The power has shifted, actually, because for a while it was the NFC. It's not the case, in, not the case anymore. So you've already tried to replace him twice, and now the hype machine is being cranked up. You've got Tyreek out here saying he is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Um, everyone is getting very excited about all the moves that they've made. And I'm just kind of sitting here saying, mm, maybe for once you want to undersell a situation. Just maybe. Because if Tua is not great, which I, I think he will be better. I think he will be, but we don't know. And this is not Tua hate for any of the Tua non out there that's listening and you guys are just exhausting. If he's not great, Teddy Bridgewater is sitting there. Teddy Bridgewater has been a starter in the league for a long time. If things start to fall apart, I could very well see them pulling it on Tua. And that would be a disaster. And part of that would be the hype that is being built up around him right now. I'm not saying that people can't be excited about it. But we have not seen anything from Tua on the field that guarantees that he is a franchise quarterback in this league. Nothing. And they need to make playoffs this year. That's just like, that. that's what it is. However, like, aggressive that sounds in the AFC, if they don't, what do you do with Tua? Do you, do you, do you franchise tag him? Do you, you run out his contract? Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are coming into the draft, high-level quarterbacks coming into the draft next year. I think things could get really spicy if it goes south. Now, the other way this goes is that he is great, and that's what I'm hoping for. But, again, I remain cautiously optimistic about anything that the Dolphins do. And for anyone who is freaking out about this, I remind you again, they already tried to replace him twice, and they started Ryan Fitzpatrick in place of him, despite where he was drafted. So... We'll see how it plays out. I I'm I want to see how training camp goes, and I'm very excited for this and some other really big storylines. I think Justin Herbert and the Chargers also have to make the playoffs this year. Uh, also in that draft class with Tua and Joe Burrow. You can't have Joe Burrow taking the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> and you, you can't make the playoffs. That doesn't work. So... Uh, now, we all know the talent that Justin Herbert has, and I don't doubt that. And I, I love watching Justin Herbert play. And that division is insane. But the results are the results. And you're always going to be compared to your draft class. And I think rightfully so. Those are your peers. And this is a competitive world. Like, this is the business. you got to win. Wins and losses. So, we'll see. I think those two are... Those two have the most pressure in that... No, Justin Herbert's not going anywhere, but... Uh, there could be some more drastic changes if 
Justin Herbert and the Chargers don't make the playoffs this year. Two, I think, will not be the quarterback next year if they don't make the playoffs. And the other guy I think has a lot of pressure on him this year is Russell Wilson, but he's obviously not going anywhere. But then it's like you talk about that division. If you were to say the Raiders are the uh, like worst team in that division, which I, I don't say with any conviction, are they? Like it could it could be the Chargers. And Justin Herbert is the worst on the worst team in that division. I don't know. That division is insane. I think that I think the AFC West is just going to come down to health at the end of the day. We'll talk a little bit about that with Mike Golick Jr. in just a few minutes. Uh, I was talking about Kyrie and KD when we opened the show. That is the the number one drama storyline. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what's going on with my voice today. Number one drama storyline going on in the NBA right now. This the second level of this obviously is the Lakers because they are trying to figure out what to do with Russell Westbrook. And when it comes to KD, he's saying he's monitoring the situation. He's he's sitting back. He's waiting to see what happens with Kyrie. I'm very confused about what's going on in Brooklyn because one minute it is Kyrie and KD are best friends and he is going to be upset if things don't work out with Kyrie in Brooklyn. The next minute he is not happy with Kyrie and he's he's not recruiting. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with Brooklyn. And, and Katie, but I will say this at no point ever since the moment he stepped foot in Brooklyn, did I anticipate that Katie would finish his career there. When I think of Kevin Durant, I don't think of a particular team or place. I just think of him as a player, which is fine. I don't, I don't have any problem at all with how Kevin Durant has handled his career. I wouldn't have left Steph Curry in Golden State, but I don't blame him for doing that. If he wanted to have another opportunity somewhere else, that's his prerogative as a adult and a professional and at that and at that point a champion now I think Brooklyn's been a bit of a disaster but I wouldn't fault KD if he ended up leaving there even if he was a bit of the architect of that roster at least on the high ends with Harden and Kyrie KD doesn't know anybody anything so we'll see how this all plays out I, I I'm getting the feeling that Kyrie may end up staying in Brooklyn. And of course, Ben Simmons is there. I, I don't talk about Ben Simmons until he sets foot on the basketball court. I don't I just have better things to do with my time than anticipate when Ben Simmons or if Ben Simmons is going to play basketball. But he is there. So you have to consider the possibility, I suppose, that it might be Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons next year, which would be an interesting watch, especially since Ben Simmons doesn't play basketball in forever. But I still don't think that that is a championship team. Because I think we saw, particularly in this postseason in the NBA, that depth and coaching and culture and role players and consistency and developments matter. And teams that focus on that and lean into that had a lot of success, not just this year, but last year as well. And I just don't see a lot of that in Brooklyn. Let's get to Brian Finley with what's trending. Yes, Joy, good to talk to you. So we got some afternoon baseball here in Major League Baseball, of course, and not a whole lot to be excited about with this Astros-Yankees game. The first 25, excuse me, 27 batters in this game 
Went 0 for 24 with three walks as well. They finally got their first hit. The Astros did. It's scoreless in the top of the fifth over the Yankees. Meanwhile, the Pirates and Rays are all square at two. They are headed to the bottom of the fifth. Luis Castillo, not Luis Castillo, Diego Castillo hit a solo home run for the Pirates to help get themselves back in the ball game. The White Sox and Orioles game is still in a rain delay in the top of the first. They've been in a holding pattern for over half an hour now, while the Cubs and Cardinals game has just started. No score in the bottom of the first. The PJ Tour making a stop at the TPC River Highlands in Connecticut this week. It's third round coverage right now and Xander Shoffley had the 36-hole lead. He is on the golf course now through two holes. He's minus one on the day, minus 15 for the event, which gives him a four-shot lead over two players, which include Martin Laird and Kevin Kisner. Webb Simpson is tied for eight. He's minus nine. You keep going down the leaderboard here, and you've got the likes of Scotty Scheffler at minus seven. And finally, the Women's PGA Championship is underway. Inji Chun is your leader through 10 today. They're playing this in Maryland. She is minus 10 and has a four-shot lead over the field. With that, let's bounce it back to Joy Taylor, Fox Sports Radio. All right, weighing on Mike Golick Jr. Um, thanks for hanging out with us today. It's a nice day. I think I'm going to go to the beach today. I'm considering it. Which sounds kind of crazy when you live by the beach. You think you're going to be by the beach every day. But unless you actually live on the beach, that doesn't always happen. Um, very excited for the next week. Colin is on vacation. I'll be filling in for him on the herd and Fox Sports Radio from noon to three. We were just talking about Kevin Durant and what he's going to decide to do if Kyrie ends up leaving. I haven't really allowed my mind to travel to a place of where Kevin Durant ends up if he leaves Brooklyn. I'm just not there yet. I think he has four years left on his deal, which doesn't really matter anymore. People will trade for any kind of contract at this point, especially if it's Kevin Durant. But um, I, I don't I don't know that anyone has really started to travel down that rabbit hole of what and where he could possibly end up if he asks to be, you know, shipped out of Brooklyn. Uh, let's go out to Mike Golick Jr. of the Gojo Show. What's up, Mike? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you having me, Joy. How you doing? I'm doing great. I saw you and my former podcast partner, Brandon Newman, on the internets talking about wearing shirts when you swim. Yeah, listen, it wasn't my proudest childhood moment. Like, we both had the distinction of growing up as chubby kids. And so I, I just knew. I hadn't even talked to Brandon about that. But, like, knowing our shared path to adulthood, it was a almost includes like certainty and it turned out to be true so it happens to the best of us eventually we all grow out of that phase and we get ready to show our bodies to the world and it's a great thing we should all do it sooner you know what i think is funny because i was talking to colin about this um because he's going he's in the bahamas or the caribbean i I should say that he's in the caribbean right now and all next week on vacation and he's never been to the caribbean if you have been there or spent any time in like you know south florida area that heat hits different. That sun is legit. And you can't just be out here with your skin out all day. So I was telling him, like, you know, they have really nice, like, 
swim shirts now for guys. Like my brothers wear them. My brothers aren't getting sunburnt, but they'll wear them because they're out in the sun all day, and it just protects your, you know, protects your nice skin. So that you know, now we've evolved to where you can wear the shirts while you're swimming or you're in the ocean, and it's not a, it's not a, a chubby kid thing. No, it's, I always figured I would live long enough to see this become like some sort. It's like how everything comes back around and becomes retro, like. The thing I did to hide my flabby childhood body is now just a thing that normal people do. And that's great. So I'm excited to show up somewhere in like a beach in Los Angeles wearing that sometime soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we are very retro. We're going back in time. That's our that's our theme for 2022. I don't know if you heard, but yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're in the Supreme Court hot tub time machine. It's very pleasant. Um, so we were just talking about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and what's going on, that drama there. So we, we'll just start there. Uh, I haven't allowed my mind to travel to a place of Kevin Durant not playing for Brooklyn, but I would be 0% surprised if he did leave Brooklyn. I didn't anticipate he would finish his career in Brooklyn. But more from the Kyrie side, I just don't I don't consider Kyrie to be a two anymore. We know he's not a one. We saw what happened in Boston. But I just don't think he's a two anymore, not because of the talent. But if you have to say if he's available behind any athlete, I think you can't put him in a place where you can rely on him. Is that fair? I I think it's fair. I would still probably say I I would think he's a two just because we know this season we're not going to, again, I I guess I shouldn't rule anything out at this point, but we believe we're not going to be dealing with a player who can only play 50% of the games because of the mask mandates in his city if he did stay in Brooklyn. And talent-wise, we saw on a number of cases, he's still definitely in that range. So you've got to worry about injury with this team. And Kyrie is, is unreliable. Like, if I were going to point out and like look for what the toughest thing I could say about a teammate was, if I can't rely on you, that's pretty difficult. But with his level of talent and Katie's friendship – I still feel like, Joy, so much of what we've heard right now with Kevin Durant's camp and some of the reports starting to come out about him, I saw on his podcast him saying that, you know, their friendship will still be there even if this doesn't work out with Kyrie. It all feels like they're sending up these trial balloons to basically make it clear to the franchise, like, hey, if you lose him, you're not guaranteed me. So you should think really long and hard about giving Kyrie the kind of money he's asking for. Oh, I mean, you're just, uh, listen, I love Kevin Durant. I love watching him play basketball. I really don't poke holes in anything KD does. So this is not on KD, but like that team of Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, I, I don't think that that's enough to win a championship. Like where, like, because here's why, if you're looking at the way that the NBA is trending, I think there was this huge panic as there usually is about things that don't matter while nobody cares about the things that do that this was all going to be like a superstar teamed up league and no one was going to be able to compete and like the small markets weren't going to be able to stay in it. Well, that's not true. That's not true. Milwaukee just won a championship. You just saw the Miami Heat once again. You just saw Boston. You just saw Golden State. You just saw Dallas. Like you saw these Memphis, like you saw these teams who built through culture and drafting and development and smart free agency moves have success and and that's really actually what's happening with the NBA like the the idea of just smushing a bunch of stuff together and hoping it works isn't producing results no I, I agree and I think you're seeing that play out in Arizona right now with Phoenix and the DeAndre Ayton situation and them saying hey 
we think you're good, but we don't think you're max money, 35% of our salary cap good if you're DeAndre Ayton. And so they're saying, hey, we'll cut our losses and believe that we can continue to build us the way that we did. My issue with Brooklyn right now where they sit in this situation is you've already pushed your chips in the middle of the table. Like they were doing the thing for a while when they had a team together that was built holistically, that was about culture and the way that they played. And then they harvested all those crops so they could go out here and get these guys. Mm. And it just feels like now it's one of those situations. If you're Brooklyn, you've almost just got to see it through because at this point you put too much into this process. And again, it's always been about boomer bust potential for them. And it's going to be even more true. If you sign Kyrie back, can he be around enough to give you what you're looking for? Can Kevin Durant stay healthy? Can Ben Simmons recapture any of his former prowess as a player physically, mentally, however that goes into the equation with him, there's still a bunch of tantalizing talent in a league that we saw Kevin Durant tweeting during the draft is a wing-driven league right now, it seems. And if you had him back, would definitely give you a defensive presence in that way that would help a ton in the East. I just think they've gone too far not to see this through. And that's not to say you give Kyrie full length of a max contract deal, but you're probably going to have to give him that kind of money to see this thing out. We're talking to Mike Golick Jr. Check out his daily podcast, The Gojo Show. So let's uh, let's pivot to football a little bit. We had some big college football news this week with Arch Manning committing to Texas, which I happen to love because I I just like that the Glamour brands are back that we have Texas, that we have University of Miami, that we have USC with these big-name coaches and these big-time recruits and these this big news happening. I love it. I think it's great for college football, a sport that I know you love. But what was your reaction to Arch Manning, who's, whose recruitment process has been, rightfully so, very quiet and protected by the Manning family? Uh, well, I think first and foremost, Joy, the thing that shocked me most about Arch Manning's commitment day, and by the way, I, I dubbed that happy Texas is back day to <laughs> everyone who observed. We know it to be true. Yes. But I, I was amazed because you just mentioned Miami and the way that they've been resurgent in the conversation in the last year. USC with Lincoln Riley. All of these schools that have started to pop. You can even so Texas A&M in there with their number one overall recruiting class. Every one of those schools has had to weather some sort of conversation or some sort of accusation about how they've used NIL Mm -hmm. to entice all these players to come over. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joy, I did not see a lot of that in the discourse surrounding Arch Manning's commitment to Texas. I haven't heard yet accusations about them throwing some multi-million dollar purse at him. And that surprised me a bit just because where Texas sits right now, coming off a 5-7 and seven season where they lost to Kansas, people are already going to have some questions about Sark. This is a massive moment for them. I'm just surprised that they were spared what seemed to be the price of doing business right now in college football, which is if you're successful, people tend to point to one thing and just make it about the money. But I'm with you. I, I, I want to see Steve Sarkeesian do well. I think Texas is one of those brands in college football where if they were able to do well again, would make the sport overall better. You've obviously got them moving to the SEC in a couple of years as well, but I just I am very curious for Arch about how all of what we just described feels on his shoulders because 
he grew up with that last name around him, taking visits to Ole Miss where the buildings have his family's name on it. He's used to pressure, but now you've got the pressure of a program in Texas that hasn't won meaningfully in a long time. A coach in Steve Sarkeesian who's getting another opportunity and had that tough season last year. So he's walking into an absolute crucible of different pressures, and I'm fascinated to see how one of the top recruits in the last you know decade and a half manages to navigate that. Well, I mean, he comes from a family that, you know, I mean, if we're being frank about it, doesn't need money. Now, I don't count people's pockets, so who like who cares if you have lots of money and you make more money? It is irrelevant to me. But I didn't see any of that either, but it's not terribly surprising considering the fact that his last name is Manning. No, it, it's not. And I wondered if part of it was the respect for that family and not wanting to wind up on the other side of them if you're mm-hmm. one of these, you know, outlets that ran with something like that but you're right it's one of those things where yeah he comes from money but there's still nothing like having it be your own and i'm sure yeah i mean i I don't care how much money i don't care how much money you come from you can still make more money i got i don't care the manning family didn't get all those nice things in their life by turning down money yeah. as they got further up the ladder. No, that's that's totally irrelevant to me. Um, before you get out of here, I do want to ask you about uh, Lamar Jackson. So it, it's it's a weird situation with him in in Baltimore. He he doesn't have an agent, which and, and not in all cases do I disagree with. Like I think if you're in year thirteen and you're just you know negotiating an extension or like a one year deal or something, maybe you don't need an agent. But I think for your first big deal, you should have one. What do you make of what's going on with Lamar Jackson in, in Baltimore? It, it, Joy, it's gotten really confusing to me because we've heard Baltimore's front office essentially say, yeah, it takes two to tangle on this, and Lamar hasn't wanted to have these conversations about that. And it, it, This isn't one of those things. I don't feel like this side is going to try and paint Lamar against them. It's been pretty widely made known by them. Hey, we want Lamar Jackson here long term. Lamar wants to be here long term, but Joy, you just mentioned it it's hard to go out there and have to do all that stuff on behalf of yourself while you're still trying to become the best version of the football player you are. Putting all that work, that's why it is useful because this isn't your rookie deal that's slotted or those veteran deals that you talked about at the end. You're trying to, in some way, shape, or form, be the highest-paid quarterback in football. I ultimately still think it gets done before we get to training camp. I think that maybe because of the lack of an agent, we have to build in a little more time, even than usual, that ends up being a part of these blockbuster deals. But I think both sides want this to happen and really need this to happen too badly for it to get through training camp and not be a done deal. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Mike Golick Jr. with Brandon Newman on the Gojo Show. They have a daily podcast. It's awesome. I've been on it, and uh, that that also makes it more awesome. Um, no, thanks for joining us, Mike. I appreciate you making some time on a Saturday. And you know, don't be afraid of those those pool shirts. They're, there's nice new ones now. I'm going to check those out and get some in the cart. Thanks for putting me on game, Joy. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Uh, Listen to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Talk more about that Lamar Jackson contract situation next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What up? Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show, Fox Sports Radio. Thank you to Mike Golick Jr. for joining us, the Gojo Show. Ashley Baker, AMB Podcast, Twitter Spaces host. Does a great job on the on the bird covering our, our sports world. So Lamar Jackson is not negotiated his new contract with the Baltimore Ravens. It's kind of a, a weird floating situation. We were just talking about it with Mike. I don't I don't know that I would not have a an agent. I mean I have an agent now and I understand people don't like paying people, but you know, agents are worth the money if they negotiate more money for you and, you know, take a big thing off of your plate. I don't know how to read a contract. So it does matter. There's certain things that you should just pay for. Now, I don't if he, that's how he wants to do business, Lamar Jackson. That's that's fine with me. Also, it doesn't it doesn't change anything for me. But I do think that there is something to not having to worry about that. And I also don't love the idea of him betting on himself when it comes to the NFL. Injuries are obviously a thing, and that can change the course of your career, and obviously change your money. And uh, I I don't think there's any question that he's the future of the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, anyone who's wondering about that, I just think it's weird. He's a league MVP. He wins a lot of games. He's probably the most dynamic player in the league. So I don't really get into that conversation. It's just a matter of him being, you know, locked up long term. And when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, I would want to get this done sooner rather than later. I think that appears to be what Lamar is betting on that he'll get more money if he has another great season. But if, if they don't do something like win the Super Bowl, I don't know how what he's already done isn't enough for the Ravens to pay him a massive contract. 
So I don't know what the holdup is. I think it's something that we're going to probably discuss throughout the rest of the summer going into the season. Hopefully they get this done. And for that matter, Kyler Murray's deal done. Now, I, I don't. I think a lot more people have questions about Kyler Murray than they do about Lamar Jackson. I also think that Kyler Murray is the future of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know that I would give him the same contract that I'd give Lamar Jackson, who was a league MVP. But uh, I, I really don't enjoy talking about contracts because it doesn't. I'm not running them these checks. It's not. I'm not paying either of these players myself. So it doesn't really matter. It's more about the future of the organization and how you're able to build around these players once you get them locked up. So we'll see. I'm sure this conversation will continue, as I said, throughout the uh, off season and as we get into training camp. Hopefully they get them locked up and that is that's off the, off the table for them. But it'll be interesting to see how Lamar is able to do that if he doesn't have an agent because he's the one that has to sit down and do that negotiating. We'll talk to Ashley Baker and Courtney Fallon coming up on the Joy Taylor show. Stick around. Talk to Ashley more about this Kyrie KD drama and what should the Lakers do with Russell Westbrook. It's the Joy Taylor show on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What up? Happy Saturday. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out on the Joy Taylor Show. Thank you to Mike Golick Jr. for joining us earlier. It's a beautiful day. 
pretty busy week in the sports world. Make sure you join me all next week on The Herd. Colin is on vacation, so I will be hosting for Colin noon to 3 Eastern on FS1 and Fox Sports Radio. But right now, let's go out to my friend Ashley Baker. Hello, Ashley. Thanks for joining us. What's up, Miss Taylor? How are you? Um, under his eye, you know. Under his eye. Under his I eye. Know. Listen, I'm going to tell know. you right now. I'm going to tell all of you right now. Um, I know we're, we're trending heavy towards Handmaid's Tale. Don't go to Canada looking for me. I'm not in the archives. I, I didn't make it. One thing about me, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm not doing it. Just leave it at that. It ain't going to be me. Ain't going to be you, sis. I ain't mad at you. Not doing it. It's too much. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a rough day yesterday. Um, had some rough conversations with some of my, uh, friends and family. Now we're going back in time, sis. It's weird. You know, it's crazy. I saw somebody put on Twitter. Um, don't forget to set your clock back 50 years tonight. (laughs) And I just, it was funny, but it was just, it's just not cool, man. You know, um, I, I tweeted yesterday, even, even God gives us free will. Like, what are we talking about here? You know, we, we, this is, it was just a really, really sad day, somber day. Uh, I really, I'm kind of still speechless from it, to be honest with you, Joy. Yeah, it's been, it, it was rough. It was rough. I had to shut it down for a few hours, just kind of um, be by myself yesterday. And, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of teams, I saw the NBA put a statement out. Um, I don't want to speak out of turn uh, on who, on what leagues put, put statements out because I, I didn't, I did see the NBA put one out, but yeah, I mean it's uh it's 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 quite a juxtaposition celebrating, you know, the anniversary of of Title IX and then the next day uh, you know, we're we're rooms for the US government. So that was cool. Um but let's talk some sports while I have you. We um Sure. <laughs> very easy smooth smooth <laughs> transition there. Uh I want to get your thoughts on the Kyrie KD situation. It seems you know that's like the number one thing that we're watching right now because that has huge implications around the league obviously if Kyrie leaves that would affect the Nets tremendously where he ends up going. He's going to influence that organization and it could mean that KD leaves the Nets as well. So, how do you see this playing out based off of, you know, whatever storyline you're following because there's there's so much happening in Brooklyn? Well, I will say this. Um I thought that it's kind of surreal a little bit because I really thought that Brooklyn would be that team for a couple of years, you know, with KD, with Kyrie, and then, you know, of course they acquired James Harden as well. So, even James Harden departing, I was just like, "Okay, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. And now the the possibility of the entire thing just um, going down the drain, man, I'm just like, okay, well, Brooklyn, oh, man, they kind of blew this a little bit. I'm not sure what's happening here. But, um, listen, I am all for, for those that don't know, I am a huge Paul George fan. So I am all for Kyrie going to the Clippers, okay? I would love Kyrie going to the Clippers, Kawhi, PG, you know, uh Kawhi, PG, Kyrie winning the chip. Oh, I would love that. But it's not going to happen. Uh, the the thought of LeBron and Kyrie linking back up, Joy, that that would be interesting. And, um, you know, obviously folks are talking about because of him leaving, then KD would leave. And um, I'm hearing things. Shout out to Mark Gunnels putting the, putting the thought out there. There's a possibility. You know, don't don't be surprised if he ends up somewhere like Phoenix. Like that, that would be crazy. Durant? So I, I, yeah. Like if Kyrie leaves, 
Hmm. Like the possibility of him like being in Phoenix. Well, I haven't really. What that may look like. I haven't really like allowed myself. I got just too much stuff going on. I haven't allowed myself to think about (laughs) where KD is going to go. I'm taking it step by step. Uh, But I will say this. I don't. Well, let me just say this. That's Ashley's man. I. I, I don't see KD finishing his career in Brooklyn. Like, it's not like this is going to yeah. jar me in any way. Um, so so him going anywhere wouldn't surprise me at this point. Uh, the you only thing that would surprise I, me is him going back to Golden State. That would surprise me. I would obviously love him in, in, in Washington. That's not going to happen. But, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think he would finish his career out in Brooklyn either, but I didn't think that it would end possibly in this soon. I, I just don't know what keeps him there if Kyrie does decide to move on. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, is, it, is, it is going to be interesting. But, again, I am all for the uh, Kyrie to the Clippers narrative. Gosh darn it. I'm going to push it. I don't think that they're really in the running for him. I think it's more of the Lakers. But, um, Will Sammy, do you think that Kyrie would want to play back with LeBron again? Well, he was on the I Am Athlete podcast, and he, he talked about it. He said he was, you know, he made a mistake, and he was, you know, he was he's a different person now than he was when all that went down, which, uh, you know, I can believe. I can buy into that. My, my question with him coming to the Lakers is, well, there's there's a lot of questions I have with Kyrie. First of all, I think Kyrie is an unbelievable talent. Okay? It, there's, okay? There's no question about what Kyrie can do when he's available and locked in and on the court. And we've seen what he can do with LeBron James. They won a championship. Now, that was six years ago, but still, you know, Kyrie's mostly the player he was then, and LeBron is, you know, a little bit older, but we've seen the two of them together on the court. Now, if they're able to manufacture that and keep Anthony Davis, I think that's a real team, but my question about the Lakers is they don't have any depth, and you're talking about an unreliable player in Kyrie Irving teaming up with another physically unreliable player in Anthony Davis. So, I don't know that it's just like, okay, block. Like, there's just so much talent, lock, championship. I don't think, I don't know that. Because I haven't, what I've seen from Kyrie most recently is that he chose to play in 29 games this season. That is my recent experience with Kyrie Irving. And I have to consider, because he only played in 29 games this season, by his choice, that he was really fresh for those games because he wasn't playing a lot. So... The numbers, the the performances, that that is skewed with the reality that he wasn't playing night in and night out. Now, that's not saying he's not still talented, but I have to consider all of these factors when you're talking about Kyrie Irving. I actually think he is a better... There's not a lot of fits for Kyrie Irving, in my opinion, around the league because of those factors that you have to consider with him. But I do think that the Clippers is actually an interesting place because they have Kawhi and Paul George. If you're keeping Kawhi and Paul George in this scenario, which I imagine you would... He won't be the guy that you have to rely on as the number two. Now, my only question there is who's the leader? Yeah, my only, most people's pushback on that, though, would be nobody can stay healthy. Like, we don't know how many games Kyrie is going to play if he just decides to sit out, like you mentioned, he just decides he doesn't want to play. And then you have the uh, injury proneness of Kawhi, and then you have the injury proneness of PG. So it's, I mean, and then and obviously the Clippers would have to trade the house for him. You know what I mean? Um, then there's that possibility, I guess, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, they would, you know, do the trade of him and Westbrook. So Westbrook would end up back in Brooklyn, and that would be a him and KD thing. Again, like, it's just so many different scenarios. I feel like once free agency starts, it's going to be like 
the world, there's a sports world is going to be like a big office where everybody's running around with their heads cut off, <laughs> running around with papers in their hands, trying to figure out what's going on because it's just going to be so much happening. I ultimately think, though, just to get back to your, I really ultimately think that he'll end up staying with Brooklyn. I, like I get the feeling rumors, he will. I mean, everything, I think he'll stay. Yeah, I get the feeling he, he will as well. I think Brooklyn will work it out, mostly because I'm with you. I think that if Kyrie ends up leaving, they probably lose KD too, and, and, then, and then what do you have? You have nothing. And you traded the farm, and every that you were building there for these guys and Harden's already gone and now you, yes. you've lost Kyrie and you'll lose KD it's just it's, it's a lot of uh, I mean he'll still have Ben Simmons KD I will mean, still have Ben I mean but you know okay. right. listen if, if the Nets can get Ben Simmons back on the court and they can get some defensive pieces around them and Kyrie can play as much of a full season as possible um, and then you have KD, obviously. You know, I I, I would still have them as, you know, uh, one of the top contenders to come out of the East next season. But that that's a lot of what ifs. That's a lot of what ifs. It's, it's a lot of, you know, banking on things that we haven't seen to be true. We're banking that Simmons will be back on the court. He hasn't been on a court in a whole year. We're banking that Kyrie will play. And, you know, we already know how he does. Um, we're banking that they can get some defensive pieces. So it's, it's it's a lot going on in Brooklyn, man. It's a mess. We're talking to Ashley Baker. Make sure you follow her on Twitter, Ashley Baker underscore 21. She hosts amazing Twitter spaces. It gets very spicy in there. Although everyone everyone gets all buttoned up when I get in there. Everybody want to <laughs> get all shy. I, I told them they got to keep the same energy. They got to keep the same energy. It's funny because we were actually in the, the Twitter space, Sports After Dark. And I want to ask you this question, Joy. Okay. Um, do you think that Kyrie is a top 10 talent? In the league right now? Yes. Uh, let me see. Let me go, let me go down the list. Um, so it, yeah. it, it's, it's Giannis, it's KD, it's Steph. Uh, this isn't in any particular order. I don't care what order you put them in. Um, Giannis, KD, Kyrie, uh, Giannis, KD, Steph, LeBron, Luca. Um, yeah. See, after you get past that, then you start to have those other conversations about what you really prefer. And then you got to put John Morant in there. Mm. Um, Jason Tatum, I think you know he didn't have a great finals, okay. but I, I still think yeah. he's he's a better overall player right now than Kyrie. Would you throw Jimmy in there? Um, I would put Jimmy Butler in there. So now we're at what eight? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of get sticky around eight, nine, and ten. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you don't throw Kyrie in there. <sighs> Just talent wise, you know what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. I think because we. But here's the thing. So with, here's the time, thing. We kind of forgot. Here's the thing with with Kyrie, and and I and maybe I would if I'm you know looking around the league. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't put him in my top ten. If he's not in top ten, he's in the top fifteen. So doesn't matter Got either it. way. Um, yep. I mean, you got to put Joel Embiid in there. You got to put Nikola Jokic in there. Um, so there you go. There's ten. You can't, That's can't, ten. That's can't, ten. Can't just can't not include either of them. <laughs> um, so there you go. There's your ten. So maybe he's eleven, twelve, whatever. But the the problem I have with unreliable players is this, and this is why I struggle with Jimmy Garoppolo because I really like Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's a winner, but he's not available. And no matter how great you are at something, if you aren't available to do it, that takes you down a notch to me. Like that makes you not as good of a player because you don't contribute. Night in and night out. Like, you're not available. So, it doesn't, like, I can be the greatest radio host of all time. If I'm never on the microphone, what difference does it make? I'm not that great. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm not doing it. So, 
that uh, that to me is that takes Kyrie out of that conversation to me. And, and most of it is by Kyrie's own doing, which is even more frustrating. I would just love to see him play 70 games. Yeah. But well, so like him going to the Lakers, I think the other issue I have with that is you're, you're pitching me if you're the Lakers that you're kind of going in a new direction. You're building for the future. And and then you bring in Kyrie, and it's like, okay, are are you doing that? Because the Lakers are in such a strange space where they're the they have the ultimate win now guy in LeBron James, a wildly unreliable second star in Anthony Davis who plays in basically forty games a year, and and such a bad number, so such a bad number. <laughs> it is such a bad number, and and that's not, I don't think that's going to change. And then you have, you know, the, the Russell Westbrook situation. So, like, I just don't know what direction they're going to go in as an organization. The Russell Westbrook thing is also a big conversation that, that's being had right now. Palinka talked about, you know, how he's going to have to adjust if he ends up staying here. I think they're just saying these things because there is obviously it's on the board that they aren't able to move Russell Westbrook and that he ha- does have to be here for half a season or potentially the whole season. And then what do you do with him? What is your, what's your opinion of Russell Westbrook at this point? Cause here's where I stand on it. Russell Westbrook yeah. was one of my favorite players in the league. I loved his MVP season. I've been a huge Russ defender for a long time. I, I think he's just, he was one of the most dynamic fun players to watch in the league. And I think what happened this year with the Lakers was so devastating to his legacy overall, not just because he wasn't great, but because he was, he was bad and undefined and, and just defiant about being bad. I can handle you having a struggle season. I can handle you having a down year, but when it's everyone else's fault, when you have to get permission, when the, when the, when the coach has to get permission to change the lineup with you, with you out out of it because you're struggling like that to me the defiance of that especially with an organization like the Lakers who whatever you think of the Lakers they are the brand in the NBA you can't tell me otherwise they are the Cowboys of the NBA and they have and unlike the Cowboys they have the championships they have the banners they have the legacy they have those stars that actually brought championships to the Los Angeles Lakers so to have a bad legacy year with Los Angeles is a lot more serious than doing it anywhere else yeah, I um like you said, there was really listen, I, I've tuggled back and forth with myself, like, okay, is Russ did Russ regress or was it just a bad fit in LA? And I think that it was there was a it was a combination of both. There was regression because there were times where he he was running the open court and was missing wide open bunnies. Open court and missing wide open layups, man. His mid range shot was completely just uh invisible last year. You, you didn't see it at all. He he was almost automatic from the mid range, um at various points in his career and that just didn't even exist last year with the Lakers. That has nothing to do with the fit, like you're you're by yourself, shoot the midi. Um, so, uh, but but again, it it was also that side of just it being a bad fit. I, but and there's no way for him to really run it back for us to really see. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like it was just because again, no, I think you and I spoke about this maybe the last time I was on your show. There wasn't any real continuity with the team. Everybody was folks were out injured. Yeah. Um, at different points of the season, there wasn't, I don't remember there being a stretch of maybe 10 or more games where you had everybody healthy in the lineup for them to create some type of continuity and some type of chemistry. And, you know, that just didn't happen. So the optimistic side of me wants to say, okay, let's see if they can run that back and that be different this year. 
And the other side of me says that that other stuff that you're talking about, him being openly defiant and the coaching stuff and that that stuff that has affected him just being a Laker, that stuff starts to come into play. And I just don't, I just don't know that I don't know if they can move him. Um, again, it would have to. I, I believe that it would have to be that Kyrie for him kind of thing, um, j- just to get him off the books. Um, I, I think that even in that, you know, Kyrie would be taking like less money. So I don't know if he would be up to that. I don't, uh, Russ is. They are really in between a rock and a hard place with Russell Westbrook. Truly, <laughs> they are. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see if they're able to move him because that that'll be. That'll be a feat after performing one of the worst trades. Uh, it might go down as one of the worst trades in, in NBA history, honestly. Uh, and did we ever think to say that, like with Russell Westbrook? That's what's crazy. No, but I, th- I think a lot of that is on Russ. Uh, you, you, have to, yeah. you have to put some of that on Russ. Uh, Ashley Baker, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow her on social media, Ashley Baker underscore 21. Let me just say this. Have a nice weekend, <laughs> Ashley. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Thanks for having me, Joy. That's Ashley Baker. Uh, when we come back, we'll do uh, do a little popcorn, little popcorn questions. Some people on social media have some questions they want us to talk about on the show, so we'll get to that. And uh, Courtney Fallon, Miami Heat Radio and Bad Signal Podcast at the bottom of the hour. It's the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Thanks for hanging with us, Joy Taylor Show. Fox Sports Radio, the Dollar Shave Club Six Blade Razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Thank you to Ashley Baker for joining us. That's a good question if Kyrie is a top 10 player in the NBA right now. I don't know that he is when we went through the list. It's tough to take anybody out. Tweet me and let me know what you think at Joy Taylor Talks. We're going to do a couple popcorn questions from social media, some uh, topics people want us to hit before we get to Courtney Fallon at the bottom of the hour. Cliff wants to know, does KD need another ring to cement his legacy? I, I don't think that Kevin Durant does. I don't think that getting another ring for Kevin Durant does anything but shut haters up. And uh, I don't... I don't know what, what that means. KD's an all-time great player, one of the most prolific scorers, uh, unbelievable defender, league MVP, multiple-time champion, multiple-time Finals MVP. Another championship would just uh, it, it would just shut people up who think that the Golden State ones were not legit. And I don't t- I don't have those conversations. Kevin Durant was the best player on both of those teams. I don't care how good the teams were before he got there. I just don't. That doesn't bother me. I I might be in the minority in that, but. I, I think it would add to his legacy. I don't think it changes Kevin Durant's legacy. Quincy wants to know, will Chet Holmgren be a boom or bust? He's an interesting player. I wouldn't, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to call anyone a bust. That's just not what I do. Um, I do think he's, I think it will depend on what they have around him and how his body develops. He's by all accounts, a really tough kid. And obviously he looks like he could put a few pounds on when you're dealing with NBA bodies, but he's extremely tall. He's a great defender, has unbelievable skills and a great shot for how tall he is. That's why I think OKC was a great place for him because it'll give him some time to develop without a bunch of pressure. I cannot read my own writing, but uh, I'm sorry. I can't see who asked me this, but do I think that Kyrie will stay and do I think Ben Simmons will ever play? I don't know what Ben Simmons is at this point. I just can't. I can't predict what Ben Simmons is going to do, which is why I don't talk about Ben Simmons as an asset until I see him on the basketball floor again. So I don't I don't even consider him as a part of anything. I haven't seen him play in a long time. Who knows what he's going to do? I do think Kyrie probably will end up staying in Brooklyn. None of these other teams really feel like a great fit, although it would not surprise me at this point if he ends up with the Lakers because that drumbeat seems Really, really loud. Mitchell wants to know, will Mitch Trubisky start week one in Pittsburgh? I was actually definitely in the minority being excited about Mitchell Trubisky being in Pittsburgh. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a lot better than people give him credit for. Now, they did take Kenny Pickett in the first round in an ultimate smokescreen because I definitely thought Malik Willis was going to Pittsburgh. But... Uh, I got to wait and see how things go in training camp. I wouldn't be surprised if Mitchell Trubisky beat out... Kenny Pickett for the starting job, but I also think if it's even, I would go with Kenny Pickett because I very much believe in giving young players an opportunity to get reps as soon as possible, and then you will have one of the best backups in the league in Mitchell Trubisky. 
Um, and Hourglass wants to know who has the most potential to be a star in the NBA draft. Um, I, 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 I love what Houston did. I love that Jabari Smith Jr. was able to go there. I love that the young pieces that they have put together in Houston. And, um, you know, we thought that he was going number one before Orlando took Paolo. So they have a lot of young, nice pieces there. And I think he is a, a an NBA-ready player right now. So I think he has the potential to be Rookie of the Year and have a, a really great start there in Houston. We'll get to Courtney Fallon, Bad Signal Podcast, Miami Heat Radio. But first, let's get to Brian Finley with what's trending. Yes, Joy, we've got a couple Major League Baseball games happening right now. One is in the top of the eighth. We got our eyes on a no-hitter going where Christian Javier, through eight innings now, is not able or hasn't given up a hit so it's the Astros won the Yankees nothing top of the eighth now something to keep an eye on as the Yankees have been held without a hit elsewhere top of the eighth it's the Rays trailing the Pirates five to three Jack Sawinski went yard with a three-run blast earlier in the ball game to help Pittsburgh take the lead as they're trying to close this out late stages they have ended the weather delay in Chicago between the White Sox and Orioles. So they're finally getting back onto the field after a more than hour-long postponement. Top of the first there. The Cardinals are still clinging to that 2 to nothing lead against the Cubs with Brennan Donovan smacking in those two runs. That's been the story so far in that one. As far as golf, which is taking place right now over in Connecticut, it's the PGA Tour. And it is the Travelers Championship. Third round is in progress. And Xander Shoffley, minus six. He is through six holes today, minus two on the day, and he is holding on to a three-shot lead over solo second Kevin Kisner, who is at minus 13. With that, let's get back to Joy Taylor, Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Brian. Joy Taylor, Fox Sports Radio. Let's go out to Courtney Fallon of the Bad Signal Podcast and Miami Heat Radio. Hey, Courtney. How's it going, Bo? Happy summer. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm in a state where I still exist as a human being, which is cool. You know? Yeah. Uh, since the uh, Supreme Court doesn't believe that half of the United States, like us women, have equal rights as everyone else. But, I mean, listen, let's count the great things and... Sports is a great distraction, <laughs> and the uh, NBA draft was, it was very exciting, especially down here in Miami. So, I, you know, before we get into anything political, I just I want to set the tone right. Yeah, no, it's fine. I just, I, I have to, I have to check on all my sisters uh, the past couple of days because it's, it's, it's been a wild time for us. Um, so, explain the Miami Heat draft to me. So, I'm, I'm watching the draft and I see Nikola Jovich. Not Jokic, <laughs> pop up on the screen. So tell us a little bit about uh, this Miami Heat draft pick. Well, Marquise Morris is very happy that it's not Nikola Jokic coming to the team. <laughs> you remember they had that clash yes. early in November that made him miss four months of the season. Well, uh, so, Joy, they picked the 27, which was rather late in the draft, obviously, and uh, a lot of people in the circles in Miami really believed and felt that the Heat were not going to 
hold on to that draft pick. They were going to use it as a, as a trade piece. Um, there's a couple whales in the market, as you know. It's Bradley Beal, it's Donovan Mitchell, and now with the uh, upheaval of Kyrie wanting to leave, it's the potential of Kevin Durant coming to Miami. So uh, what? under a lot what? of circumstances, what? what are you talking about? Whoa, slow down. Oh no, there's 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 some there. I mean, listen, I'm just saying there's there's some things out there that a lot of people. There's just rumors about who the Miami Heat could potentially get in the off season. This is the Jimmy Butler rebuild. Pat Riley wants to complete the rebuild, and he really feels like they need another shooting piece that they're trying to work in the offseason. But um, they got a gem in this 19-year-old Serbian, Nikola Jovic, who Adam Simon, who is in the Heat Development Program, and you know their great G League development, he has said that they have had their eye on this kid for a very long time. More or less, in simpler terms, he's a six foot nine Tyler Hero. And, and he is a great big man who works extremely well off of the pick and roll. And big men aren't really supposed to be, you know, pick and roll ball handers, the handlers, but uh, Jovic happens to be pretty good at that. So uh, there's a lot of kids that are very excited down here. Um, a lot of kids, including me, you know, like the, the 10 year old kid that gets excited about uh, cool draft picks and, and uh, the Miami heat just, um, you know, Pat Riley getting a steal. So obviously you work for the heat, but you are from the Boston area and the Celtics were in the finals and uh, you know me, so it was very tough. It was very tough. I had to get them out of those jerseys, but I really like a lot of the players for Boston. Just those those pesky jerseys, I couldn't do it. Um, but I was also really rooting for history, and, and, and Golden State winning that, that championship, I think, was significant, especially for the legacy of Steph Curry. But I, I, I like what Boston's done. I, I, I love Ime Odoka. What would you add to that Boston roster this offseason, watching how things went for them in the finals? I would have to say the one concern that I have, and, and first of all, let me get this straight, like, I was a full believer, and there were a lot of people down here or up here in Boston that believed that they really needed to break apart this team, especially in January. I mean, a lot of people were calling for their head, and then they turned, had the greatest turnaround in NBA history, had one of the greatest years, obviously, until they fell uh, to the inevitable champions in the Golden State Warriors. So I, I just think Jalen Brown, to me, is the more complete player mm-hmm. on that Boston Celtics team time and time again. Uh, Jason Tatum is the star, but he's not Kobe yet. He's not, he's, 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 he's not hero ball yet. I think Jalen Brown is the more complete player. I think Marcus Smart has really earned his keep to be the star, star, star point guard of that team. My biggest concern is some help for Robert Williams III. And, you know, during the season, he hurt that meniscus. They had to go under a procedure where it would take him less time to recover. Or, yeah, it's taken less time to recover to come back, so they decided to shave the meniscus down instead of repairing it. A lot of people are concerned that, you know, this is going to have an imminent impact into the future of this team. And, I mean, you've seen how impactful he is defensively. I, I would like to see another big man, another shooter. I mean, I, I know that the Celtics have, have great shooters off the bench, um, Aaron Neesmith, and they, they really uh, believe in Peyton Pritchard as well. But you can see, like, during the season, especially during that Heat playoff um, series in the Eastern Conference Finals, Joy, the, the Heat went – Nine, ten man deep on their rotation, and I, I know that typically in a playoff rotation, it should be kept closer to a nine. But the Celtics really just went 
six or seven deep. Uh, they didn't really get a lot of production off of their bench. It was it really dependent on their stars. So maybe someone that can be very strong off the bench, a six man of the year potential. But I, I mean, I'm really I'm, I'm more concerned with um, Al Horford and his age, being 36 years old, and and the health in the future of of, of, of uh, Williams III. We're talking to Courtney Fallon, Bad Signal Podcast, also with Miami Heat Radio. Courtney, I was actually, I, I was telling your story to a friend of mine who is um, who is in the business, who had, you know, I, I was having a little mentor moment, and I, and I told your story oh. to her yesterday. It was very motivational. Oh, my gosh. Well, have her reach out to me, please. I actually please. might. I think I'm going to connect you, too. I think it would be good for oh, her. Please. For, for listen, her. I'll do that. Listen, always. Um, so what do you think about Bradley Beal to Miami? Uh, I mean, I'm more of the notion that I would love Donovan Mitchell. Well, yes. Um, I, mean, I, I, think I, I, I think Donovan Mitchell or Bradley Beal would be amazing. Which you th- I, Okay, fine. So let me ask this then. Which one do you think is more realistic? Because Bradley Beal has been very loyal to that team, and he has said forever he doesn't want to leave. He's now said he's already made his decision. So what do you think is more realistic for Miami? Well, you can go back to Chris Brinkley, who is uh, Jimmy Butler's shooting professional. I mean, he's the guy that helped Jimmy perfect his three-point shot in the postseason. And there was a birthday party for Mr. Brinkley, and Donovan Mitchell was sitting next to Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. And he was wearing a hat that said, uh, better days to come, something of the sort. (laughs) So, uh, to to me, I mean, that just reminds me straight out of the playbook of, of, of Chris Bosch. And, and Dwayne Wade getting dinner in the offseason before Chris Bosch came down to Miami. I think relationships are incredibly important. And the relationship that Dwayne Wade has with the Utah Jazz, you can't, you can't overlook that as well. And, you know, I, I think that um, the communication there between him and Miami, uh, you know, and Pat Riley, I think that something would, would be easier to cut. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, like, you got to get rid of some of these big pieces. And if that big piece means Tyler Hero and or Duncan Robinson, uh, you know, you're going to have to give up a lot to go get a superstar like Donovan Mitchell. But, I mean, he's a pure shooter. He's 25 years old. I, I think that he would be a perfect piece, um, you know, inside, you know, in that, that Heat starting five. Whether or not the Heat move forward with, with P.J. Tucker, I know that they can offer him a mid-level exception, but, um, you know, his He's 37 years old, and you know you got to think, you got to give a little more, <laughs> a little more time for him. Possibly off the bench as the number four. They're going to be possibly moving around. Maybe they move another big into the lineup. There's so many options here, and I think that's the best part about this Miami Heat team is that the, the, the possibilities are endless. I mean, you could you could you could mix and match, and you know, at Eric Spolstra, it's fantastic at coming up with. Um, different schemes that that are they're capable and that benefit what they need have at their disposal so but donovan I mitchell is my pick I, I, I mean i think i think donovan mitchell is is more realistic as well although i would very i'd be very happy with bradley beal also um so i didn't i didn't prep you for this but do you have any thoughts on tua before i ask you um I feel really bad for uh, for Cheetah because he said that he was getting uh, death threats. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's, 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 that's just, insane. People are just, uh, yeah, we have a mental health. People are country, the so. worst. The worst. Yeah, the worst. People, if you're the listening, worst. you, you're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> the worst. Be better. Do better. It's not that hard. Every day I have rules. Wake up. Don't be rude. Don't be dumb. Don't be weird. If you can accomplish that in a day, you have lived a full day. Don't be rude. <laughs> 
Don't be weird. Don't be dumb. Just ask yourself <laughs> before you're about to do something. Is this weird? <laughs> is this dumb? Is this rude? Don't do it. Yeah. The end. Not hard. <laughs> anyway, that aside, uh, here's my thing on Tua this year. Because I don't know if you know this yeah. or not, but Miami Dolphins fans are insane with Tua and me. Like they, like, they really talk to me like they don't know who I am. Okay? Like, not to get – like – I, like, I haven't lived this life, okay, with the Miami Dolphins. That's really how it gets. You know about the whole two and on or whatever. But I think it's very yeah. it's very tricky with Tua this year because there's a lot of pressure with all the moves that have been made. They've already tried to replace him twice, Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. His, his, his draft mates, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert's going to get paid, and we know the talent that he has, although I still think they need to make the playoffs this year. And Joe Burrow just played in the Super Bowl. So I think if things go south for Tua this year, it's going to be very bad. I, I, I have to um, – I mean, listen, I don't think it's going to be very bad. but I don't think I, he's a quarterback next that, year. No, I, Joy, I don't think he's a quarterback in week three of the NFL season. Ah! I, I think I think he's going to get unseated by Teddy Bridgewater. I think that Teddy Bridgewater is the better talent. But I just think that uh, given the media down there, that he's going to have an incredibly short leash. And, and I mean, listen, he misses a wide open slam pass in the flat with uh, with Tyreek Hill running there, and it falls short or it crumbles. Um, Mike McDaniel is going to have to um, come up with some big decisions. But that being said, you also have to remember that. The 49ers are going to take a huge hit on their coaching staff this year because Mike McDaniel plucked, and you have to remember Robert Salah that left and is now coaching the New York Jets. Uh, that coaching staff has been plucked and plucked, and he took a lot of big pieces from the 49ers coaching staff. He is the architect behind everything that goes with all of the fancy schemes, why Devo Samuel doesn't want to be there because how he was utilized as a running back slash wide receiver. Mike McDaniel is a creative genius, and I, I would bet, I would be a betting woman to say <laughs> that Tua Tungavailoa is going to get a lot of uh, I don't know, a specific plays and playbook plays from McDaniel to make sure that he's limiting the mistakes um, going into the season. But if we're just talking X's and O's and, 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 and pocket quarterbacks, uh, you know, two in the pocket is, uh, you know, if he's forced into that position, um, you know, to sit in the pocket and go back and make throws, I just don't think it's going to be very good. And I, I really, really strongly believe my hot prediction is that Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins Ooh. in week three or four. I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet, Courtney. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I uh, really appreciate you making the time. Uh, I'm going to connect you with my friends, and uh, I will, I'll talk to you soon. Love you, boo. Love you, boo. Have a good day. You too. You're a smart person. Yes. <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't be weird. Don't be rude. Not hard. People are the worst. We'll be back on The Joy Taylor Show next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, all-time great video. Am I right? All-time great video. You know what you you know what scene I'm talking about too. It's a surfing scene. It's a, it's pretty good. It's solid. Good song too. Hope you guys are enjoying your weekends. Thanks for hanging out with us and the Joy Taylor Show and Fox Sports Radio. It's uh, it's the middle of summer now, so we are going to get into the NBA free agency period, which which look is looking like it could be pretty spicy already. It talked a lot about that right just a few minutes ago with Courtney Fallon. Uh, thanks to Courtney Fallon for joining us, Bad Signal Podcast, Ashley Baker, and Mike Golick Jr. of the Gojo Show. They have a daily show with my my former podcast partner Brandon Newman. If you remember the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast days. Thanks to all of them for joining us. Make sure you join me next week on The Herd. Colin is out on vacation, hopefully wearing a hat and a, a sun shirt down in the uh, Caribbean, enjoying his family vacation. And I'll be on vacation next week. I, I don't like to start talking about going on vacation until like a solid, like the week of, because then it, then it just feels like forever until you go on vacation. So I will be in for Colin all next week. Join us on The Herd, noon to three on FS1 and Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Alex Curry will be back with me in studio. And if you missed any of the show today, I will post the podcast after the show on my social media where I have been uh, annoying people for the last two days and I do not care. So if you are... If you are somebody who's got something to say, I'm I'm happy to go at it with you on our recent current events. Um, it's it's been an it's been an interesting week. The NBA draft, all this conversation about KD and Kyrie, 
I think the the conversations about Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are going to continue throughout the offseason as well. It doesn't look like those things are going to get get sewed up anytime soon. Um, that division, though, with the AFC West is going to be one of this year. That watch is going to be one of the all time great just experiences for the NFL. When you when you look around that division, the talent that's in that division, I talked to Chandler Jones in studio on the herd yesterday just about the connection with Derek Carr. I mean, you think about that just forget forget the quarterbacks in that division. Think about that defensive line for the Raiders now. You got Chandler Jones on one end and Max Crosby on the other. And I think most people would have the Raiders as four in that division, which is crazy. So I think the winner of that division will really come down to health because it's it's splitting hairs. It's really just a matter of preference. I mean, obviously, I, th- I think that the Chiefs are still, you still have to get the Chiefs the respect in that regard. But Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl champion. The Broncos, we felt for a long time, were just a quarterback away. And now they've got him there. Um, it, it's just, it's a really, really special division that you're looking at there. So... Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out today. Hope you enjoy your Saturday. Don't be weird. Don't be dumb. Don't be rude. Try your best. Do better. Thank you to the guys for hanging out with me in studio. Steve Hartman is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I will tweet out the, I will tweet out the podcast afterwards. Enjoy your Saturday. Be safe. And I will I will not be in next weekend because I will be on vacation, but I will be back soon here on Fox Sports Radio for the Joy Taylor Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.